Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection, Fourth Conversation, November 25th, 1667, Continued. Brother Lawrence said that our sanctification depends not on changing our works, but on doing for God what we would normally do for ourselves. It is a pity to see how many people are attached to certain works that they perform rather imperfectly and for human respect, always mistaking the means for the end. He found no better way to approach God than by the ordinary works required in his case by obedience, purifying them as much as he could from all human respect and doing them for the pure love of God. He said that it is a big mistake to think that the period of mental prayer should be different from any other. We must be just as closely united with God during our activities as we are during our times of prayer. He said that for him, mental prayer had become the experience of God's presence, his soul having withdrawn from everything except love. He hardly noticed any difference outside of this time, since he kept himself close to God, praising and blessing him with all his strength, spending his life in continual joy, yet hoping that God would give him something to suffer when he was stronger. He said that we must entrust ourselves to God and to him alone, once and for all, and he will not deceive us. We must never tire of doing little things for the love of God, who considers not the magnitude of the work, but the love. In the beginning, we must not be surprised if we often fail. In the end, once the habit is formed, we will be able to act without thinking about it and with great delight. We must cultivate faith, hope, and love, for these alone can conform us completely to the will of God all other things are insignificant and we must not settle for them but rather regard them as a bridge to be crossed quickly so we can lose ourselves in our soul end by confidence and love everything is possible for one who believes still more for one who hopes even more for one who loves and most of all for one who practices and perseveres in these three virtues. Our goal is to be the most perfect adorers of God in this life, as we hope to be throughout all eternity. When we undertake the spiritual life, we must seriously consider who we are. 
recognizing that we are worthy of all scorn, unworthy of the name Christian, and subject to all kinds of miseries and a multitude of setbacks. These disturb us and make our health, our moods, our inner dispositions, and their outward manifestations changeable. In all, we are persons God wants to humble by means of multitude, by means of a multitude of internal and external troubles and trials. We must believe that it is advantageous for us and pleasing to God to sacrifice ourselves to him, that it is normal for his divine providence to abandon us to all sorts of trials, miseries, and temptations. Once we recognize this, should we be surprised that we experience suffering, temptation, opposition, and contradiction from our neighbor? On the contrary, we must submit to these things and bear them as long as God so wills, just as we would those things we find beneficial. A soul depends on grace in proportion to its desire for greater perfection. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Greater perfection. That's what Brother Lawrence is trying to lead us to. But to have a greater Christian perfection, we have to have a desire for it. And the more we desire to be perfect, because our Heavenly Father is perfect, the more we desire to give all that we have to God the Son, to dedicate everything to him in the Holy Spirit. The more we desire that, the more we have to be dependent on grace. There is a proportion that is, think about cooking, there should be a proportion of flour to milk, let's say. There should be a proportion of salt and sugar. These things have to be gotten right if we want the taste to come out correctly. If we want the consistency to come out correctly. Well, he's saying there's a proportion, a comparison between how much we desire perfection in our dependence on grace. In other words, we are not self-made men, self-made women who on our own strength lift ourselves up to Christian perfection. No, 
at the height of perfection, of being perfect as your heavenly father is perfect, there is a complete surrender to the Son of God. To be perfect is to live as a branch on the vine. Apart from me, Jesus says, you can do nothing. The more and more we grow in perfection, the more and more we become like God, the more we depend, lean, rely on his grace. To be a divine person, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, is to be in relation to other persons. God the Son is himself in complete dependence on the Father. And the Father eternally is only the Father in relation to the Son. Everything he is, is in relation to the Son. And you and I find ourselves in living this relationship with God. So if we want to be perfect, then we are asking the Lord for a life that we are not in control of, that we cannot dictate how things will turn out. We are asking for a life in which we are continually relying on him, leaning on him, finding ourselves in him. And this life of dependence on grace, on divine help, manifests itself in three great ways, faith, hope, and charity. This is the real center of our life. Believing God, believing in God, knowing God by faith. And then having confidence. Confidence not in ourselves but in him. That is the virtue of hope. By which we want God. We want union with God. But we also want it as a gift from him. We want everything as a gift. We rely, we lean on him to give us what we need. Again. The more we grow in perfection, the more dependent we are in God. But above all, the perfection consists in love. The greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. God is love. And to be perfect is to be perfect in love. This is my commandment, Jesus says, that you love one another as I have loved you. But this love, this preferring of God to everything, this ability to give ourselves away, to give ourselves away to God, this is a gift. This is a gift. The theological virtues are infused into us when we are baptized. 
and they increase by God's grace. And if the center of our life is faith, hope, and charity, faith in Jesus, hope in Jesus, loving Jesus, believing Jesus, trusting Jesus, preferring Jesus to everything, preferring his friendship to everything, to have that life is a gift. It's a dependency. So let us be humble. Let us not think that somehow we can control everything, that everything depends on us. No, everything depends on God's mercy. And only when he's merciful, only in the faith, hope, and charity that he gives to us, can we surrender to him? Can we allow him to work in us what he wants to do? God is at work in my soul and your soul. And by faith, hope, and charity, we allow him to complete his work. We allow him to radiate out of our lives. He is the light of the world. We want to allow his light to shine through us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.